Welcome to this week's episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Colleen. And I am one of your other better co-hosts, Anoop. And I'm the last co-host, Matt. And the best. No. Best no, looking? That was also just Anoop. me. Best looking? You. Me? Yeah. Yes! I mean, come on. We can both. We can all see my double chin in this camera, so <laughs> I'm definitely not winning that competition. This is an unflattering angle, guys. Well, I'm also sense. the least funny, so I need to be the prettiest to make up for it. I'm not the most funny. Anoop's the most funny. Anoop's the most knowledgeable. Yeah, so what are you? Middling. You're just a middle child. Yeah. That's fair. Ah, middlest brother. I call dibs on Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> babyest brother? You are the babyest. I am the babyest. That's true, I'm the oldest. I'm the eldest. You guys should respect me more and stop picking on me. Uh, <laughs> what we do this week, Call? It's been Anywho, a while. It's been a while since we've recorded. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry to all our fans out there. All At this point in time, it's been so long that we could start recording episodes about our episodes, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can listen to the now. first episode of the podcast and record an episode about it. <laughs> Do you guys remember the podcast episode about the Matrix? Wow. <laughs> wow. That's next week's episode. It's just going to be an episode on the podcast on the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> right. You know, the thing that strikes me is that Colleen is just really poorly written in that episode. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, yeah. She usually is. Underdeveloped. Yeah. Underdeveloped. That's classic. Classic female character. Poorly developed. <laughs> Seems like she's just there to be a love interest, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here because of my looks for the podcast. Yeah. Hey, Colleen, you have great looks for a podcast. <laughs> Damn, that hurt. That stung a little bit. Um, okay, so this week we went back and re- revisited the wonderful Roller Coaster Tycoon. I think I just gave away my, my feelings on it. But uh, yeah, we played the revamped like classic, but I'm assuming it's the same, right? Glad we could just do a mini up. We're done. Yeah, that's it. Bye. See ya. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Outro music. You gotta, you gotta look at the mic call. Okay, I like looking at your face. You should sit across from me. Should I tape the microphone to my face? Yeah, probably. Whenever we do it, when we have two mics, I'll tape one to me, and then I'll talk into another one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is your beard is a natural pop filter, so that'll yeah. work actually really well. Exactly. Exactly. True. So yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, not. At least for me, not in its original intended format, because I played on a touch phone. Yeah. I played it on the computer, on a Mac. I spent $20 on this. I just bought it on Steam because it was easier than doing anything else. That's was fair. it worth $20? Well, we'll get to it, won't we? God. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unlike Colleen, I won't blow my load in the first 10 seconds of this podcast. <laughs> but a lot like me, Colleen does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's got graphic facts. Yeah, it got real graphic real quick. What are you gonna do? I put the explicit tag on the podcast. It's fine. Yeah, we're good. Just to be okay. safe. Just to be safe. All right. So for those of you who don't know Roller Coaster Tycoon, or yeah, what is this don't about? Remember it. Uh, it's a sim game where you play. You get to like create your own amusement park. Uh, pretty clearly laid out yeah. there. But it's a it, true story about a, a theme park aficionado named Jeremy Tycoon. <laughs> uh, and his quest to build uh, all the roller coasters. This um, game, uh, sorry, but unrealistic expectations that in the real world you could ever be a roller coaster tycoon or a zoo tycoon, like any of the series. It's like, yeah. no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. And also, I love Baffling. the theory of like 
you build your park slowly. Not that you open your, your park with all these awesome rides. You have, like, one ride when you open your theme park and everyone still wants to come to your theme park. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you might only have one ride you if take you spend all your money we'll on get Tim Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Okay, exactly so did, this game came out. 20, Actually, so it is the 20, this month is the 20 year anniversary of the wheel. first release of Roller Coaster Tycoon. Which, of course, we did on purpose because we're really good at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's go over it. We were, it's 1999. This game came out. What else do we have about the game? Um, let's see. Okay, so the first edition came out in 1999. Then they did Roller Coaster Tycoon in 2002, which apparently I was reading, like all of the critics just said basically it was Roller, to- Roller Coaster Tycoon 1.5 because like nothing changed about the gameplay. It was just a bunch more like scenery and rides and attractions and stuff. So people were really bummed because they were like, why did we pay all this money for for this game, for it to be basically the same game with like better features? You're like, that's silly. Um, and that one had two expansion packs, which I had never played either of them. I must have just skipped over Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Like, one almost of them was the water park, right? No, so it was Wacky Worlds, oh. which that one was like uh, like stuff from around the world, like was a scenery. So like basically just a scenery expansion. And then time twister which that one had like scenery and games that were from a different era which i feel like it already has that so the scenery is the worst part of this game yeah who okay let's be real i don't think i've ever played roller coaster tycoon and like you know you can do the funding for each of the different like a thrill ride or a slow a ride or a little kids ride or roller coasters like i always immediately uncheck scenery like i don't want that shit just doesn't add anything that's a waste yeah exactly Except for there is, <clears throat> there's definitely, I don't remember which one it is, but there's definitely one scenario where it's like, you have to have the most beautiful park. And that's when you like go all out because you want people to think your park's pretty. But that's all I ever use scenery for, for reals. Um, okay. So, and then Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 came out in 2004. Um, and that was the first one with 3D graphics. And it had like the, you could click to like, quote unquote ride the ride and it would like do the little simulation it was very cute and that one had the soaked the water one and then the animal one so that had like sort of zoo tycoon and then i i thought they were made by like the same person but they're not so zoo tycoon came out in like 2001 so it was like roller coaster tycoon was like shoot well there's zoo tycoon so why don't we add animals (laughs) gotta ride that tycoon wave man yeah yeah um the battle royale of its time seriously uh i mean i also we get to talk about this later but i also loved sue tycoon oh, it was such a fun game i don't think i ever played it <gasps> oh, so sad it was good it was a really fun game i also just liked like the animals could like get loose and like start killing people and like jumping into other animal ones you i thought like, get loose i first interpreted that as like Oh, after five o'clock and the zoo closes, they can let their hair down and you know. Yeah, all the all the animals take their ties off. And- right, they're just like oh, another long day at the zoo, man. How's working there? Oh, it's a zoo. That's what they say every day. Yeah, that's Jeremy. Jeremy yeah. tells the same joke every day. People don't like Jeremy. Don't be a Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, what do we do? That's like the whole back. What do you mean? Like, how do you play the game? 
But like we set it up so we each had like slightly different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So we all were responsible for one of the first three scenarios that you have to complete. So like later scenarios, you can like charge for entry to the the park. You start with like later scenarios are like you start with uh, like a bunch of broken down rides and you have to fix them, or you start with like a real shitty park and you have to make it better. But the first few are just basically like it's just a blank slate, and they're like, all right, make make a park i think yours might have had like did it have the path in it mm-hmm. okay yeah mine didn't have that or mine had one roller coaster and then so anoop did forest frontiers which is the first one yeah which is totally empty yeah totally empty i did dynamic dunes which had or dynamite why do i keep saying dynamic i don't know dynamite dunes south by weekend so you're trying to be like <laughs> i'm just trying to be all hip and cool tech investor uh, so I did that one, and that one came with, like, one roller coaster. It was, like, a wooden roller coaster, um, but no path. I think I don't even know if there were any paths or anything. And then what did yours come with? Mine came with a path through the lake, I think. But, yeah, that, like, connected I'm, the island things. I think, but now I'm second-guessing myself because I played a second scenario because we had so much time. Yeah, I think it does come with the, the... A lot of water. Yeah, there's a lot of water, but I think it came with the path at least to the first island, I mean, if I'm not mistaken. We could, we could sanity check this, but while we're doing that, so yeah, we each took a different scenario, and Colleen, you and I have played Roller Coaster Tycoon before. Yeah, like I've I've had this for a while, like a couple of years. Once they, I think it was right when they re-released it. I didn't look up what year they re-released it, but I remember being so pumped about it that I immediately bought it. Yeah, yeah. So I played Roller Coaster Tycoon, not this one. But there was one version of the game that had, like, theme parks that were actually themed. Like, there was one where it was a Halloween park and stuff like that. I don't know which one it was, but that's the one I played when I was a kid. Uh, I don't remember which one that one is. Hard to say. Scholars to debate. But I don't know. So, that's all that matters. (laughs) It was one of them. (laughs) And I did no research into it. So, that's what I know. (laughs) I liked it. I, I did play it a lot when I was a kid. I remember vaguely that I sucked at it. I don't think I was ever any good at it. But That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the first thing I realized about this game is it's an entirely different game as an adult. Because as a kid, it was Dream Roller Coaster slash Theme Park Ride Builder. I custom made a lot of roller right. coasters in my time. And now it's Spreadsheet Manager yeah. slash built, Pre-Built Rides Clicker. Yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't really care about creating something unique. I was like, nah, I gotta get my park rating up. I gotta get the most money I can. I gotta make sure all my rides are fairly priced. Like, <laughs> I gotta get the most people in the park. I gotta do those ad campaigns. Whereas as a kid, it was like, ooh, let me make a loop-de-loop and have it, I'll shorten it and then have the everyone die on the roller coaster. I was like, that's so fun. <laughs> Comedy classic. <laughs> Well, it's like that, and like, who didn't do that? And also The Sims, where you like make them swim, and then you take the the pool out or the the ladder out of the pool. I never did that. You're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Hey, people have done a lot worse on The Sims. What else? You you murdered your sim. Yeah, yeah. But there's weird. If you go on Reddit, there's I don't know. If you go on Reddit, there's a lot of weird uh, scenarios that people. Oh, so you're saying you empathize with people on Reddit? That's probably a good sign. All right, whatever. Is that one of those incel subreddits I hear so much about? All right, I've killed Sims, but I haven't killed re- real people, okay? It's Not just yet, a short okay. step. <laughs> All right, Anoop, walk us through 
forest frontiers. What was your strategy? Uh, so I kind of like gridded off a part of the park for like food and restrooms and stuff, and then built some roller coasters and built a Ferris wheel and built like a few random things. Just made money over time. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really like this game. That's fair. It's kind of super boring. Like I started it and I was like, okay, so I could build a roller coaster and like, and then it would generate some amount of income over time, and I could change the slider a little bit to make it make more money. And I was like, this is not interesting, <laughs> even a little bit. I think it gets more interesting when you like you did the most boring basic park, right? If you get to like the later ones it's more exciting because it's like you have to fix something that's broken or you need to like be super creative and you have a lot more space to take up or you can take out a bunch more loans at the beginning so then you can or charge entry for your park so it's like you're making money quicker so you can do stuff quicker but like the first scenario is always like cool I guess I'll just like sit here fast forward until I have enough money to build my next ride (laughs) yeah I honestly could have built one ride and just fast forward it and I think I would have won uh, yeah. first scenario. <laughs> probably. That's probably yeah. not wrong. I mean, I, to be fair, it is for children. So. I'm, I'm curious to new because this game, I mean, obviously there's like some amount of like muscle memory almost of remembering the menus and remembering different types of rides. Like, how long was it to understand the, the game and the UI? Because I feel like going back to it, I was like, wow, there's a lot of different menus to click into and things to look at and people... I can't even it. honestly say that I understood the ui all that much i just kind of brute forced my way through it and it was fine i mean it's it's not like particularly intuitively designed or anything like that no definitely Uh, not so i did find myself wandering through menus on occasion and yeah it was just kind of it was kind of dull like i was the whole time i was like well i guess i'll go figure out how to do this and i would click around the screen and eventually i'd figure it out and then i'd be like there's no satisfaction in it I didn't feel particularly satisfied when I like started making money. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> it's like I really felt nothing about this game. I'm sorry. It's so sad. It felt me like so no sad. tycoon. I mean, it's so heavily nostalgia weighted for us, but yeah, for sure, I don't think there's a lot of the things that I don't remember. I remember a lot of the pre-canned rides that you can't build your own, but then like roller coasters or anything like that. I don't remember any of the pre-built ones, and I'm. All I did as a kid was just create my own and take out all the money just so I could spend it building new roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah, now it's just like, well, I'll choose this roller coaster because I can afford it right now. Open it, set it to $5. I'll take this, 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 and this until I have no money. Then I hit fast forward, wait till I have more money, and then I do that for the next roller coaster. Yep. And then then I wait. And then you watch your park rating hit 999 and all your people enter the park. And I don't think people ever leave. They're just tired and broke and just stumbling around your park like zombies, but they're happy still somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty so yeah. fucked up. It's, yeah. It's definitely some, like, saw shit going on here where people are trapped inside the park. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think... I mean, again, there's probably later challenges where things are much more nuanced or there's more goals. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, these first three scenarios, it's like, okay, halfway through year one, you've got everything you need. Now it'll just run, and then you win. Yeah, but like when you were a kid, it was much harder to hit those numbers because I felt like when I was a kid, I just kind of built stuff and did whatever I wanted. And then if I didn't get my park rating up or like the ones where you have to have your park open for like three or four years, those ones are harder because 
I I mean, I didn't know this as a kid and the internet wasn't as readily available, so I didn't look anything up. But like I was looking stuff up when I was playing this probably a couple months ago, just being like, how do I really impact my park value and ratings and all that stuff? And it was basically like there were a bunch of cheats being like, yeah, so if you've had a year or ride for over a year, it starts to like bring your value down. So a lot of people like if they're in the pre that was a problem with some of the later ones where you come with these pre-built rides that are super cool and people love but like if they're in the park for four or five years their value goes down a lot so then you have to like delete it and basically people would just rebuild the same roller coaster to get their park value up and it's like stuff like that I didn't think about when I was a kid I was just playing I was just having fun I was just hoping that I did the scenario and that's why it got harder but now that the internet's there and there's like a wealth of knowledge because this game's been out for 20 years you just google it yeah I will say that like that kind of speaks to this game working at least for me as a kid and as an adult I didn't find it as mind-numbing as Anoop did but definitely not as challenging as I did yeah but there's it's a solid sim game where there's like a bunch of different things that you have to balance and make sure you're doing, as well as just a super fun build a crazy theme park like you'd only see in a movie or in like a fantasy. Like I remember as a kid, all my pathways were like underground or on these like super tall bridges and yeah. all my roller coasters were absolutely absurd. Yeah. And like all this stuff. So Same. and now yeah, it's more of just like color by numbers until I got the Yeah, now we're old and the world has made us cynical and boring and we fit into some stupid ass mold and we do what we're told. It's a bunch of bullshit. When we were kids, this was fun. Now we're not fun. Now we're not fun. Yeah, now we're just boring old adults who are like, how can I balance the books? I didn't think about that when I was a kid. I was like, take out all the loans. Who cares? I don't yeah. know. It was super satisfying to just hit a button and pay back like tens of thousands in loans, like a snap of my fingers. Okay. The monetary scale in this game is also absurd. It's yeah. like, here's your $10,000 to build the world's best goddamn theme park. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's simple, but just like multiply that times 10 or a hundred and then go for it. Are there cheats? Um, like on sin like you know on sins you could type like rosebud and it would give you I'm sure a thousand there bucks. Are. I've never played the cheese for the nineties. Yeah. That'd be fun. So I'm curious then. So we all beat our scenarios. We all probably put half an hour into it. Yeah. Anoop, was there anything if it's kind of playing by the books, was there anything like neat or inventive or, or cool of what you thought about the game or were all the rides kind of boring? You didn't really care about the people, like Walk me through. No, look, the thing is, I don't think this was bad when it came out, right? Like, right. this isn't this isn't Barney and Friends, which was probably terrible when it came out. Yeah, or Lunchables, sure. which was probably terrible when it came out, and we just liked it back then. This was good by measure. Like, at the time, it was definitely good. And I, I imagine if I was playing this as a kid and I just had time to, like, sit there and fuck around, I probably would. But... Now I was just like, man, I could just be doing something else. And that's, like, I I just didn't want to do it. Like, um... That's fair. Yeah, in terms of, like, its overall construction, things that stuck out to me, I was very... I mean, it works pretty well for an older game. It works pretty well. Um, It's, like, a neat concept. I I don't know. I think it could be fun. Maybe I'm... Maybe I am boring. I don't know. Maybe it's I think you are boring, but I... I think you're boring. Obviously, but also I think that the beginning of the game is boring when you're an adult, when you're a kid, it's fun. If you had, like, 
I think you have to keep unlock. I don't think we could have even done one of the later levels because you have to like play them to unlock the next levels. Yeah. But part of me just wanted to like rip through a bunch of levels and get to like the later levels and see how it compares. But one of the things too that like I don't think we've covered before on this episode is video games will probably be the first medium that markedly has improved and we still consume like lunchables haven't changed i don't think like barney and friends or all of kids tv shows are probably the same sci-fi movies special effects get better but you know the main sort of medium hasn't really been revolutionized whereas video games and this is a game 20 years ago played on pc it's like now you wouldn't have anything nearly as sort of simplistic or nearly as clunky so you know, it's hard not to keep that lens of, of what we have now. And if you don't have the nostalgia, sort of forget that yeah. aspect of it. And I think video games, maybe even more so, are biased by nostalgia than anything but else we've touched. I will say, actually, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, I actually. Rest- I restarted Steam to, to download this, right? Uh-huh. I haven't been on Steam in like probably two years. And one of the games on there that I have is a game called Faster Than Light, which is essentially, uh, it's like a spaceship management game. You build different components of a spaceship, and you're traveling through space, and you run through these random encounters. And it's a roguelike game, so you're, it's designed for you to kind of die over and over again and randomly generate new levels and try to get further and further. It's actually very similar, because it's all just menu-based, like, tweaking various parts of this small ship. And that game came out... I want to say maybe five, six years ago. And that game's a ton of fun. That game, and it's very lo-fi. It's very, like, it could easily have existed 20 years ago, I think. There's nothing to it that's particularly reliant on modern technology. So I, I don't think it's necessarily the advancements in the technology that make Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's the advancements in the medium, much like with those other things, that make Roller Coaster Tycoon dull. It's just we, we have better design sensibilities when it comes to games. People nowadays understand that your first level can't be that boring. Like, exactly. a lot of games nowadays, the first level is actually probably some of the more interesting stuff because we know nowadays, percentage-wise, people stop playing games pretty quickly. Yeah, you need the hook. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, though, I think that that argument's totally valid, but I think the guy's name's Chris Sawyer who made this game. I know he wrote it in some, like, obscure programming language. And this was his first game. That's no excuse. Get it together, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But from like the design standpoint, like how much easier was it to create FTL than it was to create this game? Like, yes, we have better design sensibilities. Not arguing that. Not arguing that we know like what hooks gamers more. But like, I think there's some amount of just commitment to the technological advancements. And I'm not saying this game is so advanced for 1999 but for some guy to come out then there is in the actual game design or plot or strategy of it so he's like well i made this cool sim game i guess you got to have goals to make people play it so here's a bunch of different scenarios um that's all we're gonna do what do yeah. you what do you what do you My phone for? Is. okay the, th- the only thing over there that i would want well you did a weird like stroking Colleen wants you to it. cup the balls yeah, like, <laughs> there's a lot of weird up and down movement for pointing to your, to your phone. Yeah, just, you, you know, you're doing fine on the shaft, but cut the balls, man. Right, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to see what year The Sims came out. Same year, right? 2000. Oh, close, too. But no, I, I again, don't want to 
say your argument is null and void, just saying that I think there's more that went into it than we've just gotten better. All right, well, I never played video games a lot as a kid. Um, the video games I did play were Sim games, uh, Sim City, Sims, Roller Coaster Tycoon, um, and then eventually we got a, a shoot, what was it? Not a GameCube, but the Dreamcast. That was like a big deal in our family. We were very excited about it. And this the week next... on everything you try to remember. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty common. <laughs> I did, yeah, it's every week. You mean? Um, so yeah, so I loved these kind of games, and I still do. I I literally still play The Sims. Like I have The Sims Four. Uh, my best friend Meg, shout out, love you, girl. She has Sims Four. She actually. Uh, this past weekend, she finished. She has all of the expansion packs for Sims Four. But I she think bought all of them. I think <laughs> you're playing into a noob's point more than mine, where you play Sims Four now. You don't yeah. go back. No, that's what I was about to say. Is like, I think, and honestly, I really wanted to. I really want to do a Sims One episode, but it, you can't play it on a Mac, and like you need like the like it's not. It's, it, yeah, you need to buy a hamster and put it on a wheel. Honestly, you really do. And I'm like, I'm not about that that work. But maybe I'll watch some YouTube like videos and, and remember how terrible it is. But like, I think if I had to go back and play Sims 1, I'd be like, this sucks. Because it doesn't have any of the cool features that Sims 4 has. And like, I mean, that one also, Sims also came out 20 years ago. So um, I think if I don't, the last roller coaster game that was released was in 2004. So I even think if I played roller coaster tycoon three, it wouldn't be that fun. Um, just because I mean, it'd be probably way more fun than roller coaster tycoon one, but it wouldn't have the same nostalgia, even though I did play Sims three or sorry, roller coaster tycoon three as a kid as well. But I feel like I definitely interact with it in a different way. Like as a kid, right. I just kind of winged it, but my strategy when I play the at least the beginning levels has always been like okay I will always by like the past two years has been like all right I'm going to build as many the small things as I can at the beginning rather than just one big roller coaster build a couple of like a merry-go-round a pirate ship something that's like a thrill ride but not crazy and then some food and stuff and probably then, it's vomiting thinking about yeah i really am roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> uh, i build like the food and the restrooms and all that stuff and then i kind of once i'm out of money at that end i just kind of wait you know kind of do some advertising campaigns and then i build like one really cool roller coaster and then i wait and i get some more money and but it's interesting like to now playing it i'm like very much like doing advertisement campaigns all the time i'm making sure that my research the funding research funding or whatever is like going to the things that i want it to be going to and i feel like as a kid i never really cared about that stuff i was just like oh cool new ride awesome so is that how you went through and played your whole scenario it's just like incremental and yeah hitting the marks as yep. opposed to just slowly bang. yeah just slowly building up my park and i I think I took out the loans, that, like the max loans. I don't know if I ever paid them off, but I still got the scenario. That's how easy these scenarios are. Most scenarios are like, you have to do this and you have to pay off all your loans. Yeah, but I did not like the second level ever. So I, I, that's why I volunteered as tribute because it's just like lame. So it's this desert scene and then there's two giant like mountains in the middle of it. So you can't build any roller coasters. Like you'd have to be playing the game far past after you win the scenario in order to get the roller coasters that you could build on these hills so it's either spend money flattening out these stupid hills or 
work around it. So I didn't use like half of the part square footage. I was like, screw it. I'll just build around it. <laughs> could have just flattened it to start with. I could have, but it would have cost a lot of money. That cost a lot of money. It's true. And I wanted the rides. I had a priority. I think had I kept playing it and like had it taken me longer to reach my the goal of the scenario, I probably would have flattened it out, built new roller coasters on the flat part, and it would have been like a dope-ass Yep. park but i just was like nah i don't want to spend the money on it you no. played it like a real adult yeah it was yeah it was very much like well do i really want to wait for this nah, i'll just make it mediocre <laughs> yeah essentially there's no more joy left in the world <laughs> yeah i guess is the way yeah. i'm looking at pretty much yeah it was a little sad yeah so do you do anything then to you have a desert park any desert themed stuff or doing no. anything or like no. as soon as you start you like don't even keep up with the same color of path you just well, like use the default so. no i use the same color path like because this one actually had the ride the first ride was already there so i used the same like queue path and i used the same exit path that they had which is like the dirt one or something and i, I usually keep that up but most of the time i i don't really care a lot of my favorite scenarios were the ones where it's just like grass i love ones with grass because one of my favorite things to do as a child maybe this speaks a lot about me uh but one of my favorite things to do as a child was just like hire a bunch of handymen and just watch them mow the lawn that does say a lot about you yeah so maybe it makes sense that i don't find this game boring (laughs) oh my god this fleet of lawnmowers um have you watched the it? most it's, exciting thing it's ever. so soothing to watch because they like go back and forth a couple of times and then the grass has that nice grass mown pattern in it oh, it's just so lovely you can do that in real life i don't have a big enough yard i pay people to do that shit just kidding our hoa does just like your handy um and just kidding my husband pays for that thanks who's that <laughs> okay how what's your strategy so my park was this big open layout two basically big open layouts one with a giant lake in it that takes up 80 percent of it why do you hate the lake so much because you can build roller coasters on it it costs more money one okay and two there are some rides that are limited by the height of supports you can build mm-hmm. so building them in the lake means you can't build them so it's similar to the problem that i had with the hills is right that, like, like they're all, most of them you can't do it because then the the What's it called? Supports. Supports need to go too high but and you can't handle it. In this game, the management of the paths, the rides, and like the people is pretty good. Uh, manipulating the land is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. So like raising and lowering kind of large things is relatively simple and it cuts in, but getting rid of the lake is damn near impossible. So you're just working around it. I um, never got rid of the lake. And the lake. everything costs more money to build it higher up. So I guess I just didn't really care in any of the lake scenarios. I just thought it was more fun because it was like, thank God there's not a giant hill that I then like with the lake you can work around it. With a giant hill you can't work around it. Like you have to you have to get rid of it or you have to giant, you're just like just just saying. But the lake you could you could deal with. Yeah, I dealt with it. I just went around it. The first thing though I realized is who's ever selling this tycoon his plots is a horrible real estate agent. Because God damn, does he get the most like nonsense layouts of parks that would ever be to grace this planet? Right, and then you zoom out and you're like, okay, all the land around this that I can't buy is like normal ass land. <laughs> right, so well, you've I can't got buy this that. like I've got this weird like eight shaped park that I have to build in. But similar to a noob, I kind of now as an adult laid out the the idea. I was like, okay, I'm gonna start here. I'll have like sections, nothing themed. 
but I try to maximize the space way more than I did as a kid. Like now it's like, okay, compact everything close together before spreading out to the next part um, because you're going to be dealing with limited space. So you start, let's say I'm in your park. You start with like basically the first section of it will be like filled with rides and everything else is empty. Yep. Oh, see, I start spreading out. And then I will, I'll like delete paths so people stop going and then finish them when it's like to the next part. But one thing that was really not fun as an adult that I don't remember being a problem is the progression of unlocking like the next stage or the next ride or roller coaster. It takes forever. Whatever. It takes forever. Yeah. And you're always limited to kind of this first set selection. It's like, cool, I have one roller coaster type and all these thrill rides that I only want to build one of. And then you just wait like a new passe. Um, so now it's more of like, well, how long can I make the queue without it taking up a whole bunch of space? And where do I set everything? And limiting handymen to certain regions of the path. So it's like much more micromanaging and way less of the building the rides, which is what I thought including this up, I was going to get right into is like, okay crack my knuckles and, and get building. It's like, nah, that's not how you play this game. It's very true. I, I beat the scenario no problem. It took about half an hour. It's pretty unremarkable. But did you guys build any freeform rides? No. No. What? So, okay. Not yet. Okay, so that would come later, right? I still didn't have money when I completed the scenario. It was like, it wasn't like I was flowing with cash. Had I been flowing with cash, maybe I would have been like, cool, let me build some rides from scratch. But I feel like... And it, I, I generally did it with, like, the later scenarios when I was younger, being like, all right, I'm going to build something, like, because you get into the, the later scenarios where it's more specific, or mm-hmm. there's already a bunch of rides there, so, like, when you are building a ride, you can't just get one of the ones that's already created and just plop it down, because it's a bit. So I tended to, once my park was, like, built, if you start one that's already, the park's already built, but you have to keep adding rides, I would just, then I would create all of the by hand because then you're like all right how can i fit this in here how big of a space do i have all right i can't turn left there so i guess i'll turn right in the earlier ones it's like you have so much space there's no rides there and you're just kind of like throwing stuff down you don't have a ton of money either yeah so agreed that like playing the actual game and this is why i started another scenario i went in with the sole purpose of trying to build my own rides so first thing i built was like this long train i picked a different scenario just so i had which one did you I forget, just someone with like a bunch of land. I took out a bunch of loans. I built a train that went around the whole park. I was like, well, it's much easier as an adult to be able to use like spatial reasoning to be like, okay, this turn here, this turn here. (laughs) It's not going to be this like convoluted mess. Um, But then I built a roller coaster because I was like, well, it's a roller coaster tycoon. And fucking hell, is it hard to build a roller coaster that anyone would ride? Right. I built one roller coaster. I was like, well, this looks fun as hell. It's got like the steep drop, these like tight turns, this loop. Intensity rating, 15.4. I'm pretty sure as a kid, I thought it only went up to 10. So max that out. Excitement rating, which I'm pretty sure equivalent, like equates to fun, was like one. So it was like so, so intense, sad. no fun, and like a nausea rating of like a 12. Of course. So, and then people go, well, I want to ride that, that but it too looks intense. too intense for me. Yeah. And then also if they do ride it, you then have to have a handyman literally just waiting at the exit because everyone's just throwing up everywhere. Yeah. So no one ra- rode my ride. I was like, well, that's a goddamn shame. So and I- it's like a bummer too, because you don't realize it while you're making it. You don't know until after you've already made it. And then 
it's like you can test your ride and see what your levels are and you test it and you're like fuck i just wasted 30 minutes making this roller coaster that no one's gonna want to ride maybe i'm building like euthanasia coasters instead <laughs> of like actual like physically bound coasters but it's a goddamn video game i feel like i should be able to make like this crazy absurd coaster and people would be like that's the best roller coaster i've ever ridden right i'd go on it yeah but that's where it's a sim game and not like a fantasy roller coaster game i don't know if that would exist true true i don't know i still loved it yeah i know i had a lot of fun doing it like there's a lot more micromanaging things that i think are pretty interesting and like pretty well thought out for how old this game is i don't know I don't remember SimCity or SimCity 2000 that well or other sort of management games like Sim this. SimTown? Yeah. don't remember SimTown. Um, but I thought there was like a lot of things for a game that is 20 years old that I was like, oh, these are some pretty interesting features like yeah. you don't have to do, or some quality of life features, I should say. Yeah. So, Anoop, I'm curious, like, you came in, you're not wowed by the game, the first scenario is kind of dull, like nothing, like you beat it, closed it, and that was it? Pretty much, pretty much. I I didn't I didn't have a compulsion to keep playing the game. That's fair. Yeah. Do you think it would have been yeah. different if the scenario were more difficult? Perhaps, perhaps. I I could have benefited from like an actual tutorial level to some extent, mm-hmm. or just like fucking around with the game for a little bit longer. I kind of jumped right into it, so I wasn't good enough to actually enjoy it. But at the same time, I wasn't bad enough to not succeed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, so you booted it up, you went in, and that's why I asked about the menus or sort of like the navigation of it, because I remember as a kid, when you've got like endless time to do something like this, like, I remember struggling as a kid, but I don't remember how long it took me to learn, obviously. Right, and I would play this game for hours on end. Right, like I remember the menus being so deep, and you could open so many things at once, like you had all your different rides up at the same time, or like. It's like showing like in window handymen walking to things. Yeah. And yeah. So I remember it took a long time to sort of get the ins and outs of this game. So I was curious if you would just find the like learning curve too steep. It sounds like it's almost, it, it did happen a bit and then just get not, no enjoyment out of it. Yeah. The learning curve is steep and there's no reward for success. It's like, had I just learned how to play the game, I would have equally passed the encounter. Yeah, that, that's why it's like it's too early. Like I, I think I played just the first level, right? I didn't really get anything out of it. I should have assigned you a different level, a more difficult level, knowing that you're too smart for the beginner level. So yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Also, sorry if you can hear our dogs barking. It's okay. It's worth it. It's quality lived-in content. So, what would you change about the game, Anoop? Obviously, a tutorial level, but you know, you've got the creative design of. A noob ink, a noob games ink. What do you change to make this a 2019 game and not a 1999 game? I mean, clearly there must be rival parks. Ooh, yeah. Obviously. I think that's the only reasonable thing that you're 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 based in Schmanaheim, <laughs> California, or whatever. Like, there's got to be like three other parks or whatever out there, and you're competing for attention, right? I like that. So you have to like you have to commit to something in order to to do better. Uh, let's see. What else would I change? No, I was going to say, like, I think, you know, as a, as an adult, like you think of things as like theme parks, like there's a reason that you go to places and they have coherent designs. Like, I think you could make a game now that rewards you building Wild West town in your, in your quadrant of your park. Yeah, because you could do that, but then it would be like 
that doesn't get you any sort of reward in the actual game. Like, you're just, like, self-satisfied. You're like, cool, I did it. But there should be, yeah, you're right. There should be some sort of, like, yeah, you did so great. Here, have all this new stuff. Right, and, like, to a new point, like, you would build Astro Park to compete with Factory Town. I don't know. But something that would, like... So creative. (laughs) Space Man, place. What a depressing Soviet era theme park. <laughs> Welcome to Factory Town. It's a it's a very good town, you know. You 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 work metal for free. <laughs> yes. You pay no, us. No pay. Work. No pay. Uh, only coal. Food is borscht. <laughs> Welcome to Borscht Bar. We have flight of borscht. It's all the same, but we just put it in four separate glass so you have to work harder. Um, yeah, like yeah, I, I think there's a there's a few things I would change, but I don't want to steamroll a new. Any any other design changes? Oh, design changes. Uh I would just I'd make it better. No, <laughs> I'd add zombies. Uh, yeah, like though that would be fun. Yeah, your park has a zombie outbreak, like, contain it or roll with it. Yeah, I mean, play with the concept, right? Cover up your zombie outbreak in your park. Cover (laughs) up your zombie outbreak in your park. Add, like, a dystopian element, like, people can die and you have to... Oh my god, that'd be great. The instead of like just paying for advertising, you also have to cover up news stories about bad things happening in your park. Like you can kill people in your park. People can die. So it's one of those like but there's never any repercussions for it. So it'd be fun if it were like this person died and then it's like you your media presence is terrible. How can you improve it? All that would happen in the game is go fourteen people died on Tinder. Yeah, that's your park it. rating would drop. Right? And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Sorry, like, what? Fourteen people just died. Where's the lawsuit? Yeah, you pay all your <laughs> money to lawsuits to pay out their families. You <laughs> right, right. It's like you have to in addition to research, you have to pay into a legal team. Right. <laughs> park door like shutter. Yeah. You're being sued. Right. <laughs> right. So like every time you open the doors to your park, there's actually a risk to it. Like if you fuck around too much, you're gonna kill some people. Right. Exactly. No, I, I think I would obviously, with 20 years of game design, I think be able to improve the, the UI a bit, make it a little less clunky and deep. I used to know all the shortcuts, too, because he, he messaged me being like, how do you, um, I think you were in Dublin, and he was like, how do you make the trees, uh, I was like, sitting not on the couch people. right next to you. Oh, I thought this was when you were gone. No. Uh, well, I clearly remember everything very clearly. Uh, but he was like, how do you... You were covered in a chocolate sauce. Yeah, yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah, yeah. We were making love in a bobsled. And <laughs> right. you asked me, what are the shortcuts? Forget it. Not showing trees. <laughs> but he was like asking me, he's like, do you remember how to do this? And I was like, nah. So I, I clicked around a bit and I found it. But I was like, I remember as a child knowing all there were keyboard shortcuts. And I'm sure there still are. But it was on a PC and it was a long time ago. But I remember being like, ooh, I, I, I'm going to hide this. And I'm going to hide this. And I'm going to hide this. And ooh, and now I want to hide the people. And like, that's how, like, especially when your park gets super, super busy and everyone's throwing up all over the ground that is that was like my my lifesaver when it was like people are complaining your pads are dirty i'd just like make all the people disappear and then send the hand i'd pick them up and put the handyman where the puke was and be like okay clean it clean it yeah yes playing on a phone probably did make my experience a little less optimal although my phone probably has more 
pixels and resolution than whatever monitor I played on as a child. So oh, yeah. I probably got yeah, to see one of her fucking CRT <laughs> I, I got to see just as much of the screen on my six inch phone than I did anything uh, I played as a as a child. True. But the UI obviously I mean playing on a touchscreen it's it's the same exact UI just ported over. Um, but I think one of the things I found interesting was like going in and looking through people's thoughts. Yeah. Which is creepy now when you say it like that. Like, yeah. That's going to be a soundbite later. <laughs> like, oh man, let's not go into that. What What I found fun was peeling back someone's innermost secrets. <laughs> it's to better fuel my theme park. I'm not too hungry right now. Well, fuck you, Darren. Um, no, I, I think that that would be what the game would be more about to me was like, People would be like much more nuanced in what they're doing instead of just like hungry, not hungry, thirsty, not thirsty, you know, nauseous, not nauseous. It would be about families come in and have different needs than individuals or teenagers. And like you have to optimize your park based on what you're doing. So is this a kid's amusement park? Is this an adult amusement park? Like, what are you trying to do based on your audience? Um, Yeah. That's a really good idea. Right. That'd be really fun. And you would also have, like, we talked about it a little bit, but there would be more at stake of, like, building new rides or, like, investing in the publicity of your park. Are you going to build the tallest roller coaster in the world, or are you going to try and have the most, or are you going to do no roller coaster? There would be more sort of variation instead of it just being money and rating. Like, yeah. those are really the only two things, and I guess awards for the later ones, but I didn't even think about the awards in my scenario. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think if I were going to change it, those are a lot of really good ideas. But I would also probably want it to vary more of what you started with and also make it possible to get more items quickly. Like, I would pay money, more money, to get stuff quickly released. Because I think that's like, especially when you start to get good at it or if it's in the easy levels, you're like, all right, I just like want to, sometimes I just want to like open up a park and... I want to have all of the options that are even possible in the game from the get-go. And I want to make my dream part. I mean, yeah, if it were like real life too, you wouldn't be starting this out and be like, well, since you're new at building parks, you only have you only have the knowledge to build a wooden roller coaster. Right? And then so your dumb. park will research how to build a new one. Yeah, I feel like it's just setting you up to have to play the game longer, which I guess probably is a good idea if you're a game maker. But it was like, instead of having... Okay, you only have wooden roller coasters, and then trying to build a really cool theme park, and then eventually they're like, oh, now you have steel roller coasters, and you're like, well, let me delete all my wooden roller coasters so I can replace them with steel, and it's like, that's not what I want to do. I want to try and build a cool park without having to delete and redo and make new ones, so I think that would be a big change that I would make. I don't know. I can't think of, I mean, the ones you guys came up with were awesome. I mean, we play a lot more video games. Yeah, exactly. I do love the idea of having, like, a this one, make a kid's theme park. This one's like, make one for, that's themed for Halloween or whatever. Yeah, but you absolutely know this would be like a shitty Warner Brothers licensed game and every park would be like, please try and make us a DC theme park that people actually want to go to. Yeah. That's, that would be every scenario. Yeah, pretty much. Anything else? I mean, we gotta get to our summaries, obviously, but like any, any profound thoughts about the game? I should play it more, I think. I think if I get to the later later scenarios, it'll be more fun. Because the later ones are more specific. 
and harder to get because it's like I have my right I started this I have my personal preference for how I want to start my park I do everything you know I may I spread it out you keep it all together but it's like in the later scenarios you don't have as much freedom like you have to figure out how to reach your scenario and you don't have a bunch of time to do it so I think those are more fun yeah I do think that's a that's kind of the core to this this old world design sensibility which I think will be more prominent in old video games is just the idea that like you have to play for a while for the game to get fun because they weren't working with people who had like this finite amount of time right like nowadays the the market's saturated back then it's just like oh you know you know the game will be fun 20 hours in the game will be fun 10 hours in and this is the game you bought so get to the fun or make it fun right yeah yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, obviously, I forget. I was too young to buy this game for myself. I was, you know, I, I forget how it got so popular. But yeah, to Anoop's point, games could just be slow burns and be a sensation. Like, yeah. everyone had right. a Coaster Tycoon. And you could realist the thing about this game is you could realistically play it in school. And I think that's a problem. <laughs> you could. This game could be a course in school and teachers be like ah, i'm gonna phone it in or they're gonna learn about good old economics <laughs> yeah you can't do that with halo no yeah, true. no one can twist halo and do a lesson teach them about good old space marines <laughs> no i think one of the things for me that I, I was more mixed than i really expected to be going into this i thought it like booted up instant nostalgia hit and then it winds up being a solid game I mean, there's some things about the game, like the sounds I distinctly remember, oh, about, yeah. like all the crowd noises and all that stuff and the ride sound effects and whatever of like people riding the rides like that works. I remember the rides, like all different colors and slides and, and scenery, even though I don't use it now. But yeah, then the game itself, it just kind of has its age. I did think this was going to be like an amazing uh, I took a, a lot of like travel recently. I thought it was going to be this amazing uh, flight game where it's just going to like burn away the hours. But no, it's like a noob said where you kind of hit a wall very quickly of either money or no need to advance. And then you're just waiting so often. And yep. I, I, maybe again, this is the early scenarios without a ton of money to take out and stuff. But then, you know, it loses your interest so fast because yeah. you're just watching. Oh man, I've got too many costs and not enough revenue yeah you just watch that like number tick up to what you know it has to hit pause build exactly what you need back down and oh you pause and build i pause to get the menus up because you might get hit with some cost and then you'd be too low again Mm -hmm. but you can build and then get pulled into the negatives so smart but yeah so like that was the thing that i was kind of surprised on i thought this it was going to be like this amazing time sink but the pace of the game just disrupts that so much and you're just like well i wish i could browse reddit while it's ticking up yeah no i agree i think that ultimately i still love this game and i'll still play it but there are definitely way better sim games to play i think even playing roller coaster tycoon 3 would be more fun i think and i have sims 4 so like why would i play classic roller coaster tycoon when i can play sims 4 and have all these expansion packs and cheat codes and all that fun stuff i also think it'd be fun i've never played roller coaster tycoon with, with cheats and if there are cheats i think that would be a fun experience as well because i would love to just be able to be like cheat have all the money build whatever the fuck i want 
Like, that'd be super fun. That would keep my interest for a lot longer than a stupid scenario where I'm like, pause, wait. Instead of pausing, I'd be like, cool, I built that. Cheat, get a bunch of money. I'm going to build the next thing. How about a roller coaster? Or rather, let me repitch this. All right. So now we know what's all the rage in video games nowadays. How do you make Roller Coaster Tycoon Battle Royale? I was waiting for this. Like, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. This is the end of the podcast right now. So, so I, we're, we're making it. I think Roller Coaster Battle Royale is this. Like, you go into a game and then it's all Roller Coaster self. There's actually no, I have an idea. Two game modes. One is park simulation and then one is ride simulation. So park simulation is our game. You have like fixed time and you knock other parks out of the competition based on how you're performing. Okay. The other one is you're given like a finite set of resources and time and you have a design off of the roller coaster. And then there's like some algorithm that weights it. Um, and then it ranks like the, you know, the 99 roller coaster builds. Well. I'm not on board with this. I would love that last one. A perfect game. I don't like other video. I play sim games for a reason. It's because I like being able to do things my own pace, my own time. I like having the freedom. I don't like those those shooty games because it's stressful. I don't like the games where you have to kill everyone else and you're the best one. It's too stressful. And behind the Iron Curtain is Factory Park or whatever it was called, (laughs) and their borscht flights are taking off, and you you can't compete. You can't compete with Factory Park. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. Apparently, those types of games are all the rage, but... I mean, it's just like a joke at this point. There's Tetris Battle Royale. Where Shut you just up. Hey, Tetris 99 looks really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Switch. Get it. Get Tetris 99. I'll get You'll it. Why don't you get your other Switch? Or a Switch? Give me, give me like six months or whatever. Yeah, when Pokemon's out. Maybe we'll do Pokemon yeah. around the time that the... The new games coming out. Around the time poker. Oh my god. That one's not going to hold it's up. It's absolutely not going to hold up. Well, but I don't know. Oh I never boy. played it as good. No, yeah. But more mixed on this, like, I think a noob's quietness, not to call him out, but like lack of contribution kind of shows there's no real depth early in. So if you come in naive to it, yep. you're just like, oh, that this is Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah. And to be fair, I did choose this. With people that I know love video games. And y'all know I don't love video games. So it's, it makes sense that I would have the most opinions and, ha- and find this the most yeah, fun. I feel like if you had chosen like Sims or something, I probably would have. And by any measure, like, I think the thing that struck me the most about it is that I, I thought it was kind of weird that I wasn't having fun with it. I feel like this game should be up my alley. Like, there's just something missing. Something, I'm not, it's not quite hitting me in the right way. Because I've played games like it before. I've played Roller Coaster, one of the Roller Coaster Tycoons before. And I've definitely enjoyed them. I don't know if, like Colleen said, it's about who I am now. Or, like Matt might have said, it's like what video games are now. There's just something not registering for me with this game. Yeah. Also, maybe it's because all I've thought about for, like, the last week is Pokemon because of that stupid trailer. It looks so good. I just I just want to play Pokemon, so that's where I'm at, emotionally speaking. Yeah, I'm totally... I, I don't... I've been skipping work, I can't <laughs> eat, I can't sleep, all I want to do is play Pokemon. What star are you going with? Uh, oh, man. I'm sorry, what's happening? What starter are you going with? The new Pokemon game. They announced. Oh, the one with the... Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah, the one that you guys were texting me about? Yeah. 
Right. Team score. I buddy. think it's got to be Sobble. I think it's got to be Sobble. I'm sorry, he looks so sad. All right, we'll pull like. up pictures and then and then we'll wrap this up because it'll quickly turn into Pokemon Hour. Okay, but I also want to mention that we're probably not going to do an episode on Zoo Tycoon because I did you guys play that as kids? No, uh, no. Yeah, so we probably won't do an episode. So I just want to go into it a bit. I also used to play Zoo Tycoon a lot, and I have a feeling it would be very similar to Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, Grookey, Score Bunny, and Sobble. Uh, I think I'm going to start with Score Bunny. Two for Score But I also Bunny. really like Sobble. The face Look just. It, fatty. He reminds me of Felix. Yeah. My dog. Yeah, he's so sad. Yeah, he needs someone to, <laughs> he to looks take care of him. Anxious and concerned, and I feel like I just I just uh, clearly And he should be. The life of a Pokemon is pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It really is. You see, Sobble Sobble shows a little level of conscientiousness that I appreciate. Score Buddy's like he doesn't realize that he's a fucking dog for war, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's just ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> we broke Colleen. <laughs> I never thought about Pokemon that way, but that's perfect. <laughs> uh, PETA has. <laughs> so, any any other thoughts on Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, I think that... No, I think I have more thoughts. Uh, well, I, I feel like I've already said this, but obviously I think that I need to revisit Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 in order to be able to fairly assess whether or not I would recommend it to anybody, because maybe 3 is really fun, but probably not, because it only came out five years after Roller Coaster wa- Tycoon 1. So, spoiler alert, it won't be as good, because I remember this game, they got rid of like the good parts of the sim and management game and made it really difficult to build your park mm. in the idea of it being like flashy and the 3D okay. stuff. Yeah. So if you like the sim part, yeah, it's going to be worse. Yeah. So I don't think I, I mean, on a scale of one to 10, if I, if somebody were like, recommend this to me, I'd probably be like, depending on their personality, probably five at most. Like I, I would be like, it's not bad. It's not great. You'll probably find some level of entertainment in it and, it will be if you played it as a child. I would absolutely be like definitely play it because it's nostalgic. But if somebody had been like, "Hey, I've never played Roller Coaster Tycoon before. Should I play it now?" I'd be like, mm, "No, no, yeah, it's a definite no for someone new." I think. Yeah, but for somebody who played it as a child, it will always be fun in that aspect of nostalgia. Yeah, I'll probably boot this game up every couple of years, play the first couple scenarios, and be like, huh, yeah. "What a great game as a kid!" And then I would. It. I would introduce this game to our kids sometime in the future. Like, if our kid's, like, nine, maybe eight, and be like, dude, like, this is going to be a fun game. Because then it's still, at when you're that age and you're playing it, it's still difficult enough because you don't know enough about it. So it's like, then it would be fun. But if it's an older person, they'll be like, this is boring. That kid's going to moon dab in his Astro boots and then yeah. go play Fortnite 7. Not going to give a shit about Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, any child of mine will give a shit about Roller Coaster Tycoon and Sims. Otherwise, they're not my child. So, all right. Before we wrap this up, any yeah, new... closing thoughts? Uh closing thoughts. No, no. <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon was fun. I do think. Uh... No, it wasn't fun. What am I saying? It, it just wasn't fun. I just didn't enjoy it. I just want to be positive about the experience. <laughs> But I'm not. I think I I feel what Khalid's saying because like you know if you say like oh I'd probably enjoy the third person third iteration of this I could probably say the same thing about Halo like I like Halo but I enjoy Halo three more 
But at the end of the day, I think if you sat me down and I played Halo right now, I would still really enjoy it, which the same could not be said for this. I actually just realized, I think the thing it reminds me the most of is like something like a StarCraft. But even StarCraft, even if you're not playing against other people, there's just that little competitive edge that drives it forward where it's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta beat another computer or something like that. Yeah. The, whereas this was just so devoid of conflict for me. Yeah. The gameplay loop is like way more satisfying in those games. And I think the, that, that's what it gets down to for stuff like Halo 2. It's just like way more immediately rewarding and satisfying mm-hmm. and then kind of keeps you locked in. Whereas this, it's like, once the nostalgia wore off for me, it's just like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, it was an experience. No, it was it was a great nostalgia experience, but it does, I think, kind of suck. Yeah, I, and it was funny because when we first started talking about this, I was like, "Oh, I'm glad that they re-released the classic. It's fun to go back and visit it." And I was like, "Man, I really wish that they would re-release Sims One." And Matt was like, "Yeah, there's like a bunch of petitions online for it. Like people really want it, but they're not going to do it." And then now that I'm thinking back on it, I don't think I want them to re-release Sims 1. I don't think it will hold up. It will be a disappointment. It would be nostalgic and fun in that aspect, similar to Roller Coaster Tycoon. But especially because there are there is a current Sims game, I I don't think it's... Like, Roller Coaster Tycoon's done, right? They haven't made another one since 2004, so I feel like... At this point, it's like, well, they're probably not going to make another one. But with Sims, they're probably going to keep making more. So if they did re-release Sims 1, I, I, let's be real, I would pay a lot of money for it. But I'd probably play it for like a couple hours. I'd be like, eh, I'm ready to go back to Sims 5. Because I'm assuming that's coming out. But ultimately, I had fun with it. I'll probably keep playing it. Yeah. I have super fond memories of it. Just not a game for me anymore. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I just wasted $20, guys. So I'm pretty bummed about it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'll buy you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways i think that's been an episode i think we've determined this was one of those weeks where uh i feel bad about this one i th- this wasn't as fun as barney <laughs> yeah like, it was bad but it wasn't as fun being bad i mean it's not critically bad yeah like it's still a good game it just misses the mark it yeah. just like isn't satisfying to us anymore so it's like well mm-hmm. it's well designed for the time it has like good controls there's interesting things in it, but we just don't want to keep playing it or trash it like Lunchables or Barney. Thanks for listening to another episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. Tune in next time as we ponder, is the fish taco shaped like a fish? Thanks again. It's going down. I'm yelling timber.
you better move, you better dance, let's make a night, you won't remember.